<sighs> mic check, mic check, mic check one, two. You might get checked when the mic checks on you. Welcome to episode 22. 222. Nah, just 22 of Stream of Conscious. I'm your host, Dale Harris. And today, I set myself up for failure. I said I was going to record it later. I was going to record the podcast after work instead of during my lunch break because I forgot my jacket and it was cold as shit. And I come out here with the jacket and it's damn near just as cold as I was on my lunch break. So now I got to freeze for 15 minutes regardless. But, you know, it comes with the media game. How's everybody doing? Hope you have an amazing week. Um, Hopefully this comes out Wednesday. Because Tuesday, I believe, well, today, I believe I still got two more episodes to upload, and then I'll be officially caught up. Finally. And through that whole entire minute of rambling, just want to talk about Will Willard Smith. Jesus Christ, his book is amazing. Will Smith just diving deep into himself is probably the greatest thing of 2021 that I've witnessed. This man gave it up from childhood to his teenage years, and I'm just now getting into his adulthood. He's just now started the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and my God, what a story. The first thing I want to talk about the first thing I want to talk about in this book was actually not even a chapter, but the introduction, I believe, where him and his brother had to repair a wall from scratch. And it took him a whole entire year. And halfway through him and his brother said, man, fuck this, man, we ain't never going to get it done. And his father overheard him. He was like, hey, you come over and get your asses over here. Stop worrying about the damn wall. Ain't no damn wall. Lay one brick down at a time and keep it moving. And that was their mentality for the whole entire year was angry, sad, sick, tired, fed up with life, wanted to punch a hole in the wall. You lay a brick. And through a lot of hard work and consistency, they finally got it done. And I immediately started using this towards my life. And, you know, I didn't I didn't I didn't get the podcast out. So it's not 100 percent accurate, but there's definitely some things around the house that I'm doing that I normally wouldn't do until much, much later on. Oh, yeah. So his father wasn't abusive, but he would hit he would hit Will's mother from time to time. And this went on for about 13 years. And the story that he told about where his mother was laying unconscious from his father just beating the dog shit out of her. And him not doing anything, him just standing there. And that moment created the Will Smith that we know today. It's just very interesting how things just turn out how negatives can turn things into positives and positives can turn things into negatives. 
but beating women is bad. So don't don't beat up women. And another story was about how his best friend was in the met. Damn, he had to drop it. All he had to do was just get him. Uh, oh man, I lost my train of thought. Where was that? Oh yeah, Will Smith had an imaginary friend named Magicker that I kind of I kind of relate to for God damn, I'm gonna sound like a psychopath, but there's a similar voice in my head to where it's Will's imaginary friend where it's not necessarily my viewpoints, but the viewpoints of somebody else to where I'll flip out, I'll flip out over something, and then it's just like, a, not a therapist, more like a close friend looking now for my best interest, where it's like, yo, calm down, chill out, it's not that serious, and then just take a deep breath, and I'm just like, oh shit, you're right, well, I'm right, but ah, I digress, I digress, I digress. But Will Smith had an imaginary friend like that. And there was a sex offender in his neighborhood. And he saw a little girl walking towards that sex offender. And Will Smith ran straight to his house and hid in the closet. And his imaginary friend, Magiker, was saying, yo, you need to go tell somebody. He was like, I can't, I can't, I'm scared. And then, long story short... It turned into a shouting match. Will didn't go, and Magicker never came back again. And this solidified Will's mind state of him being a coward. I know I'm butchering the hell out of this explanation, but Jesus Christ, it's just so many good points or so many stories. I'm only six, seven hours in, and there's still a whole another nine hours to go. <clears throat> And since I'm doing such a fantastic job butchering this story, let me skip just straight to how Will got into L.A. and how the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air got started. Well, not how the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air got started, but just how he got into L.A. So Will was Will in his high times. This is around second album to third album. Yeah, if you didn't know, Will Smith was in a super successful rap group. But <clears throat> Will Smith started hanging around these drug dealers. And they were called the JBM Junior Black Mafia. And him and the leader of the group got really, really cool. And even when Will was broke, they continued their relationship, which is a key point to the story. Because... Will Smith goes broke and a friend from Will Smith's past turned out to be a cop. Well, not turned out to be a cop. He he was a cop. Everybody knew he was a cop. He's not undercover. And he has a heart to heart with Will. Like, yo, do you know these cats in JBL? And Will, and Will was going to say no, but his mother was in the house and she said, cut the bullshit tell him what he needs to know and then he said yeah and he said yo was you involved with these cats at all and he was like 
you know, we partied and whatever, but we never did anything illegal. And then the cops said, good, because if you did, you was going to go down with these niggas because the FBI is coming down on them hard. And Will and the leader of the JBM, after he has this conversation with the cop, they get together. And Will starts telling them, like, yo, the feds come down on you. And the JBM member, he, he seen it. He seen it coming. So he's just like, oh, well, guess the ride's over then. And Will being broke went up to him. Well, he didn't go up to him, but he said, hey, yo, I know this is a bad time for you and all, but um, I need some money to get out to L.A., man. I'm thinking about doing acting. And the leader looks at him. And he says, yeah, I can see you doing acting. You are the stupidest motherfucker I ever met. So, yeah, I can see you doing it. He goes into a stash, pulls out $10,000, and hands it to Will. And while Will was trying to grab for the bag, he wouldn't move his hand. And then the JBM member looks him dead in his eye and says, you know you're not better than me, right? He's like, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, I know that. And then he said, because you and I are the same. He was like, word. You know, I could have been doing all this that you're doing, but we just grew up in different neighborhoods, and I had to turn out bad, and shit just went left for me in my life. I said, word. He let go of the bag. Starts walking off. And turns around and says, hey, yo, whenever I get my shit together, man, you know, just come on through to L.A. And homie just gives him a laugh like, <laughs> yeah, man, in a different time, maybe. But it's probably going to be the last time we see each other again. And I think deep down, Will knew it, too, because two days after when he lands in L.A., he learns that the leader of the JBM actually got shot in the head while he was in L.A. And not only did he lose his house, his cars, his money, he lost his significant other that he thought he was going to be with forever. What else did he lose? Um, he lost his best friend. Because his best friend was in was originally in DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And the more successful that they got, the less relevant that he became. And one night while they was on tour, they kept hearing this click, 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 click. And the security guard opens the curtain to his bunk. He says, hey, yo, man, what the fuck are you doing? And it's his best friend just cleaning a semi-automatic pistol and practicing blowing his brains out because he doesn't have the ammunition for it yet. So after his third, after his third album, Will just started losing a lot of things. And I'm like, damn. I ain't, got, I ain't been through half the shit he been through, so what's my excuse? 
because I don't. I can see why Will was saying he really thought about committing suicide while writing this book. This is some. This man has trauma. Grew up in a broken home. Had a high. Had a successful career. And then it immediately plummeted after two years. Lost everything he ever had. And he had to rebuild himself. Dog, if that's not a common... Jesus Christ, I don't even know if I want to be famous anymore, man. You know what? I might just... Nah, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, universe. I'm joking, universe. We gonna, we gonna get it right the first time around. Because I hear all these stories and I'm seeing where the downfalls lie. And it's usually around the time that they really start get going. Their stardom really starts to rise. And that's where the turmoil happens. And who knows, maybe I'm maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And that turmoil is gonna hit me just the same, even though I've heard the stories. And you just have to be there to know it. Either way, I'm gonna find out. And if you haven't purchased the Will Smith autobiography, I highly suggest you do. There are some gems, there's some horrible stories, there's some uplifting stories, there's funny stories. And the way that he describes his life in such vivid detail is truly awe-inspiring. Damn, I spent the whole entire time talking about Will Smith. What the fuck? (sighs) Expect the next two episodes to go like that too, by the way, because... I'm probably not going to finish this story until mid-Thursday. And the more that I listen to it, the more inspired and horrified and optimistic that I get. Because his life is truly, truly a story. And with that said, the inspiration for the day is actually a gem that Will Smith had in the... God damn it. I can't get away from Will Smith. Uh, Fresh Prince. The inspiration for the day is... (coughs) Holy shit, I died. Uh, Edit, edit. The inspiration for the day is don't wait until you have all the answers to try to live life because the answers come along with living life. And the way that Will Smith said it was way more eloquent. But just keep on, keep on. And mistakes happen. And we just get through them because that's what life is all about. Anyways, this was episode 22 of Stream of Conscious. I'm tired as fuck. See you later.